Okay, let's get to this report out of the U.S. that's got workers at the Ford plant on edge. It suggests the automaker will actually cease making the Edge crossover, the only vehicle currently under production in Oakville. Here's Jerry Dias, president of Unifor, and he joins us for more on this now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Jerry, good afternoon. How are you? I've had better years. Let's put it that way, Jeff. How are you? <laughs> well, I think we can all say that. Yes, we've all had uh, better years. But uh, what have you heard regarding a Ford? Is there any validity to this report that they're going to discontinue the Edge? Well, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, I spoke to Ford yesterday, the day before. Uh, they haven't made any final decisions. But to be candid with you, Jeff, I'd rather know now uh, than next year because we'll be in contract negotiations with Ford with a deadline of mid-September. So we will get answers and we'll get answers quickly. So it, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's very important. The announcement uh, was quite shocking. Uh, but like I said, um, this is Ford's only assembly plant in Canada. Uh, Ford understands that Canadians buy cars that are built in Canada. If you take a look at consumer preferences, uh, the top, you know, the, you know, Canadian consumers buy cars that are built in Canada, the top four, Ford, General Motors, um, Toyota, and Chrysler. So they understand our loyalty, and they understand that, look, we can punish you pretty quickly as well. So I think that we will find a solution. Okay, we hear Ford, Jerry, is thinking about changing models. So is there any talk, any guarantee that Oakville would get a new model to uh, produce to uh, replace the Edge? First of all, there's no such thing as guarantees, but I am convinced that we will find a solution. Um, Ford's been around a long time. Ford understands the importance of the Canadian footprint. and But, you know, like every other company, they're taking a look at their portfolio from A to Z, um, you're analyzing consumer preferences. You're dealing with the fact that, you know, in 2019, the North American market was about 21 million vehicles. And based on COVID and where things were heading, this is likely about a 16.5 million vehicle market. But there's also a real analysis going on about consumer preferences, the whole green technology, uh, young people's uh, real consciousness about, about change. And so there's internal discussions, I would expect, going on about electric vehicles, hybrid vehicles. So all that is going on in the boardrooms of all of the automakers. So our preoccupation is to make sure we're a part of that decision and we're a part um, of any solution that they have. And clearly that's going to be our focus, Jeff, in negotiations. Well, as we all know, GM, of course, has pulled out of Oshawa, and now we're getting this news out of Ford that could potentially impact Oakville. Is the auto industry, do you think, Jerry, overall, is it in jeopardy in this country? Well, it will be in jeopardy if governments don't understand the importance of the industry. I mean, this is an $80 billion a year export industry. Um, but look, GM announced back in uh, in November of 2018 they were exiting Canada, uh, but ultimately they didn't. Uh, in the short term, uh, we've transformed the operations into building after parts uh, for the GM portfolio, which is going to be a long-term stable work. Obviously, we're building masks now as a result of the pandemic. Uh, but the key thing with General Motors is our agreement maintained the integrity of the plant, which keeps the paint shop, which keeps the ability to build vehicles. So, like I said, I'm in I'm in negotiations with the Detroit Three in fall of this year. So. Everything is on the table. So the key piece was was making sure that GM didn't leave. They didn't. So as long as they're here, there's going to be opportunities to find solutions. So that's what it's all about is, is finding the, uh, the opportunity. 
just mentioned a second ago, if governments understand, have you been in consultation with talking to federal, provincial governments? Are they doing enough, do you think, to protect and help auto workers? Well, no, they're not. Um, and I don't, I don't think there's a real complete understanding of the importance of the industry. Talk is cheap. Uh, governments around the world understand the importance of the industry. And like I said, in Ontario, you're looking at about a half a million jobs, direct and indirect jobs that are tied into the industry. And in Canada, you have the oil and energy uh, sector, which is a larger export. But, you know, even based on oil prices today, that is that, that is dropping. So auto is a big deal. Um, we've been pushing the, both governments for a national auto strategy, frankly, for decades. We need a situation where it's one-stop shopping instead of having to jump through hurdles with the provincial government, hurdles with the federal government, a lack of consistency. You need one message. Uh, and, and that's what we've been advocating for quite a while. We can't live in an environment where, you know, we, where you have one government saying, listen, I'm not into government, I'm not into corporate bailouts. What the heck does that mean? You're just sending a message that, that uh, you, you have no interest in playing any sort of a leadership role uh, with the number two export industry in the country and the number one in Ontario. So it really isn't a question about bailouts when they say that. It's really about how do you attract major businesses that pay well, that are on the leading edge of technology. So we can't have that type of simplistic approach that may be catchy for voters, but does nothing for a good economy. Yeah. Speaking of pay, Jerry, when you sit down with the big three in Detroit and negotiate, does cost per worker, is that a major negotiating tool for you, considering, of course, universal health care and are benefits cheaper for Ford, GM, Chrysler on this side of the border? Is, is that a major negotiating tool for you? Oh, no, it is. Um, right now, we are probably in the ballpark of about $20 U.S. an hour. Uh, cheaper to build a vehicle here in Canada than in the United States. And you're right when you talk about our universal health care is huge. Uh, If we move to a national pharmacare program, uh, which deals with the cost of drugs, that will be absolutely huge. Uh, But the inflation rate, uh, excuse me, but the uh, the exchange rate between the Canada and the U.S. dollar is is a major factor. And, and like I said, over and above, if you mesh our collective agreements with, with the U.S. agreement, uh, we're, we're also an advantage. So, look, when you're looking at $20 U.S. Uh, advantage per hour, that's huge money. And that's why I'm confident uh, that we will find a solution. Uh, Ford understands the importance of Canada. They understand the quality that we have in our Oakville facilities. That's why I think we're going to find a solution. All right, just finally, Jerry, that plant in Oakville employs some 4,200 workers. Is it your belief, do you think the jobs are in jeopardy even in the short term there? Could we see layoffs as the plant maybe waits for a new vehicle to replace the edge? Well, it, it's it's difficult to tell. Um, you know, based on the consumer demands today, you know, everything is up in the air. We've gone from a full three-shift operation to a two- and a partial-shift operation. Uh, we've got about 250 of our members on layoff right now already. Um, so it all depends on the timing of the next investment. So there's, there's too many balls in the air for me to speculate. But ultimately, I am 100% convinced that we will find a solution. It'll be our preoccupation and negotiations. Ford understands that. We've been very direct with each other um, in our conversations. So, as usual, I'm confident that we're going to find a solution. All right. Jerry Dias, president of Unifor. Jerry, appreciate the time. Good to talk as always. Keep well, Jeff. You as well.